Yes, yes, yes. Mic check. One, two. How are you going? How are you going? How's everybody doing? Oh, you come in. Oh, you come in. Yes. We have a special guest today. So excited. So excited. How are you doing? I know we're a couple minutes late. We just to sort out some sound and stuff here in the studio. Oh, you come in. Come in. Oh, you come in. How are you doing? How are you doing? Let me see the flags. Let me see the flags. As always, pick up to Live Love Soka. And pick up to DJ Loverboy in the ones and twos. Giving us the rhythm and the melodies right now and giving us the whole studio vibe. If you guys can hear me clearly, let me see some thumbs up in the comments, please. How are you doing? How are you doing? I see we have Guyana in the place. <laughs> Jamaica. Hey, Loverboy, they have yard in Jamaica. They have backyard. <laughs> Dominica, Barbados. How all you doing? How all you doing? Miles, Soka, and Champagne, pick up yourself, bro. As we get situated. And we wait on Farmer Nappy to join us. Let me send you a request and thing. Farmers in the building. <laughs> Let me see if I could send you a request, Farmer. Let me see if I could send you a request and add you in real quick. All right, all right. Oh, there you are. Okay. Oh. Uh-oh. Farmers, try to send the request on your end. Because it's saying right now you have to upgrade your app in order to join the live. <laughs> see if you could send a, a request, Farmer. If not, um, see if you could update your app, your Instagram app real quick, and we'll be able to get the show started. Yes. But right now, I want to know, who is jamming in the backyard? Who is in your backyard right now? The weather's getting nice. I hope all you're outside enjoying yourself. <laughs> Let's see. Let me see how I can get Farmer up in this. Yes, Farmer, if you're still here, see if you can up upgrade that Instagram app, get the latest version, and come in, and you should be able to send and accept the request. Yeah, I think, I think he's going. I think he's going to do it. I think he's going to do it. Raining here on the mountain. Which mountain is that? <laughs> hey, Michael, the panda's big as yourself, bro. Soka Ball, Tim, what's up? What's up? What's up? We live, love, Soka crew. As always, big up yourself. I see all the churny flags and thing now. I want to know. What's your, what's your favorite song on this rhythm? What's your favorite song on the, on the rhythm right now? Because mine is definitely Backyard Jam. Rain in the NY. Yes, I know, I know. <laughs> the, the summertime is coming. Summertime is coming. Big interview here. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yes, big up everybody. Big up everybody. DJ Alex. Thanks, bro. Yes, we living with best life. Miss Greens, in your greens. Pick up Grenada, the 473. <laughs> I want to know where all the Bajans at. Because we know that Red Boys are the phenomenal producers behind this right now. <laughs> Backyard Jam and my Yankee accent. You like that, Mike? <laughs> Steph Paul, pick up yourself, bro. Good to see you. Yes, big up everybody. How are you doing? How are you doing? 
Shay, pick up yourself. What's going on? What's going on? I see all the Beijing flags. I, I like that. I like that. I wonder if Krapova is happening this year. Miss Greens, you're based in the UK. Oh, then, then I know. I know it's cold right now, right? <laughs> but don't worry. Summer is coming. Summer is coming, and we could all lime in our backyards. Summer is coming. Don't worry. I need a mic holder. Listen, Tim. We just we just switched the whole setup quick. All right. <laughs> I don't mind holding the microphone though. Make, makes me feel like an MC on stage. Steph, you also in the UK right now. Big up, yo. Big up to everybody in the UK. The whole Live Love Soca team also in the UK, making sure that we're making all of this happen, putting all this together on a global scale. <laughs> The boss man, Iman, so welcome, welcome, welcome. How all you doing? How all you doing? Everybody I know, I know we're going through carnival withdrawal right now. I know, I know, trust me. But we will get through, we will get through. And even if we can't do carnival in the islands, we can still do carnivals right here in our backyards. I know that, I know that. I have, I have faith in us as Caribbean people. And I know we'll always find a way, no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> where is where is your favorite spot to lime? Because mine is definitely the backyard. But where's your favorite spot to lime? I want to know. <laughs> so oh yeah, you have Lover Boy on the ones and twos, DJ Lover Boy. Big up for the studio as well. We're gonna drop some new farmer music. He's coming in right now, logging in from a different account to sort out the technicals, but listen to this new one right here. Listen to this new one from Farmer Nappy real quick. Check, check. Let me 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 check.
I like yeah. that. I like that. It's so good to see you, boss. I, I can't believe. I think that the last time I saw you was um just FaceTiming um for the for the backyard jam video. Now, so yeah, it yeah. seems so long ago. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's everything. How things good? Everything good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the the weather is starting to get a little warm now in New York City. You know, we went through a harsh winter. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, we 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 getting through. We getting through. Springtime yeah. is coming, and you know the the vibes and the energy is raising up. We starting to see people a little more excited and saying that. So we 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 getting through. We getting through. How has everything been been on your end? Everything good for me. Everything very good. Please and thank God for that. You know, I mean, it it, it bring me a little closer to the kids. You know, I mean, and minding your business. Otherwise, than music. You know, I mean, so it's okay. Little rainy down here too, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and then, you know, they, they always say, man, at least here in New York City, the April showers just bring the Mayflowers, right? So when that yeah. happens, that means, you know, things is going in the right direction. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't believe it's been, you know, a whole year with, without Carnival. I remember, you know, being in Trinidad last year, either working or jumping up and down doing your performances. And, and now we jump into everything virtual. We jump in the backyard virtual, you know, for the back, last yeah. couple months, you know. Everything um, reached back in the backyard. Everything reached back in the backyard. But, you know, I, I just always say the vibes is always starts in the backyard and then just go yeah. all over the yeah. place, right? Yeah. So, you know, given, given this whole pandemic and everything happening, um, how, how has it been for you from, from when this whole thing started from last year to now and a whole year in, in, in this well, kind um, of new world? As I say, um, the only thing that would affect me in terms of traveling, with my, meeting my fans and them, and you know what I mean? But you, 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 you don't come with money, you don't put money before health, right? And safety, you know what I mean? So you know that this is happening, you cannot leave, you cannot go nowhere, you just have to abide with, abide with the rules, and you know, just have to, it's a lockdown, you just have to, what you need to do is live on needs now. A lot of people live on wants, we need to live on needs now. Absolutely. No, well said. And I think that's so true now. Like this, this whole situation has opened people's eyes to, to what we really, really need. You know, we've been able to see, you know, okay, what's the, the things that really matter, what's superficial, what's important. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, for one, I'm super thankful that we've had artists like yourself to give us music, even, even during these times when, you know, there, there's no carnival, there's, there's no shows and you know, because, you know, from, especially for us here in New York, we, a lot of us, like, Carnival is like our New Year's, right? We save up whole year to come. I know and, exactly what you're talking about. Carnival yes. is my life. Carnival is my yes. life. So I know exactly what you're talking about. I know the feeling of it. You know what I mean? And um, what happening is um, anytime, you know, that it opens back to a level way, every promoter, man, they just sold a party in a backyard and he's going one time because people want to come out. You know what I mean? But we just have to deal with safety first. Safety is the main, main important, the most important thing is safety. But fam, I'm, happy. I, I'm, I'm coming out of New York. I will be out of New York from me, man. Don't worry yourself. Hey. Like, fam, I'm <laughs> coming representing these backyards because we know it are backyards in the States. So Plenty. The yeah. yeah, the backyard king has to come out. Absolutely, absolutely. I know we, we're waiting for the backyard jamming to, to see you in Brooklyn and in Queens and all over the backyards here yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so at first, first, I also want to say, you know, congratulations on, on winning Road March 2021. I know it's a huge, huge, huge milestone for you and the entire team. Yeah. Um, how does it feel to be TT's Road March winner this year, especially yeah. with all the, all the challenges here? And, um, you know, t tell me, what are your sentiments on, on the old I want, experience? I, I, I wanted this. I wanted a title, right? A title to me is like a ring in the NBA as a, as a serious NBA fan. Right, I love the NBA. The NBA is a non-racist game, but when you win championship, you win a ring. So a championship is a road match. So I won two ring. I run a road match and I won soccer Monarch. You understand? So it makes me feel really, really good because remember we're in a pandemic, right? So this road match is an iconic road match. Where it will be taught, it will be written down in history. You know what I mean? So my name reached down in history finally, which my name was already in history, you know, but I finally seen. I spot an issue for myself now. So this means a lot to me. A lot, a lot, a lot. Absolutely. And, and congrats again, Farmer, to you and the whole team. I know it's, it's well-deserved. I, I remember just, just talking to um, NH Productions. For everybody in the chat right now, NH Productions is um, uh, uh, one of the best videographers you could get. Um, also the on, best on the manager team. too. And, the, and one of the best managers for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, he was the one uh, with the concept of the backyard jam music. But I remember talking to Vindra last year and i remember him calling me and say rich we, we have a concept for a song now we have a concept for a song it's called backyard jam and you know we, we're gonna be filming in, in the backyards i want backyards in new york backyards here backyards here and um you know it, it's just i remember just hearing about the the, the inception of, of the whole concept yeah. and watching it come to fruition and, and mm -hmm. seeing where it is now being to me the biggest tune Right in Trinidad, right? From your own perspective, how has the reception been for, for Backyard Jam? Well, the first day the song released, the first day the song leaked, and I want to pay enough respect to people like TC Jiger from 96.1 and, and, and Miles from Slam, because it, it released the same time around 7 in the morning, the Friday, before the song really was to release. But at the end of the day, you don't want to release songs just so, right? Nothing, John. I said, I'm going to talk and then thing. And I keep telling nothing, John. I said, I want to release a song, but I want the video to release the same day. So he said, Let us go with this. You know what I mean? And nothing, John came up. You know, he came and he did the video stuff. He edited it. He made sure he said, Well, okay, we, this is the day we go and release the song. We release in the video. So when the song leaked, and the first day the song leaked, and other radio station directors calling and asking me where the song is, I don't know the song going and be a monster because when you hear back your jam, is the writer Sharp Bishop? He hit it on the, the head of the nail. You understand? And enough respect to the Red Boys who produced it because Mikey Holmeyer who sent me the song. You know, when he sent me the song, I sent Navinja the demo. And Navinja called me back two days after and said, Yo, my son have something to tell you. And Navinja's son is 13 years old. And he gave his son the phone and his son say, Yo, this is the song. Go and record it now. You understand? <laughs> so a 13 year old telling me this. That is, the, that is the words of a 13 year, year old is the word from God. You understand? So, this song was, you know, I, I, I thank God, I thank the Father, I thank Sharp, I thank the Red Boys, I thank everybody for who was part of this production. You understand? I want to thank the whole, my whole neighbors, you know what I mean? Because they came out and they, they organized food, you understand? Everybody do part of it, you understand? To make this video part of it. And enough respect to, you know, NH Production who sent it to the level edited and he said, okay, because I tried to send a demo or this song to somebody in Philadelphia, which when they send back, they see two ladies, like the two ladies dancing in a club, say, wow, this is what you send us on the video. You know what I mean? And, and, and they say, yo, let us go try best, you know? 
you see, we had to get New York and we had to get New Jersey. You know what I mean? And he pulled it off. He pulled it off. And, you know, I, I want to thank him very much as a road manager and as someone who are wrong farmer. You know what I mean? And my camp for the past five, six years. You know what I mean? So thanks very much. I appreciate it. Absolutely. And uh, it, it's, it's so great to hear the, the entire story behind Backyard I mean, to see it all, 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 all come together. Um, I, I know you have a phenomenal, phenomenal working relationship with Red Boys. Um, they've been producing music uh, with you, some of your biggest hits for so many years. Um, how, how did that relationship first start? And what, what was it for you specifically about, about the Red Boys that, that made you say, you know what? These are the producers I want to keep working with. I want to, I, 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 the person responsible for this is Katrina Chandler. Um, that is my son, Mom and Barbados, who is also the head of my management team. You know what I mean? And she's the one who said that, you know, um, yeah, I wouldn't take it to Red Boys because I was going through a transition in my life where I had also gone make it on my own. So she said, I'm I, I going to take it to Red Boys. So she took me. To the Red Boys, which Mikey, one of the Red Boys, Mikey Osmeyer, is the drummer. That is her first cousin. So she, she went and asked him, you know, give him an opportunity to pop the, you know what I mean? They, they, they didn't know who I am. They maybe just know that Pavanapi and Marshall Band, whoever, but, you know, Marshall was the people they wanted to produce, you know what I mean? And Mikey tell them, Mikey said, let us give him an opportunity. And chipping down the road, my own woman was the first song they produced for, for me. And then, you know, we went into that kind of situation where, the, the business wasn't that balanced, so I separated myself for about a little year and a half with him. And then went back to them, you know what I mean? Make up our differences. And then from day on, they started to produce every single song for me for the past 16 years. So, you know what I mean? Red Boys is part of my <coughs> achievement as a solo artist. It's a very, very big part of my achievement. So, enough respect to the two white boys in Barbados. Absolutely. No, the Red, Red Boys are, are phenomenal producers. I, I just, it's always incredible to see, um, you know, how they just utilize all the live instruments and, and everything they do and really, really give, you know, um, every time I hear a Farmer and Appy song by the Red Boys, I already know it's coming from the Red Boys before I even check to see who the actual producers are. It's just, it's such a signature sound, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and Farmer, for you, it, it's, it's so incredible to see, you know, your journey as an artist, to see what you've contributed to Soka especially during these times, you know, and during the pandemic, um, you know, to, to me and to many others, you are an absolute veteran in, in the industry. Can you take me back to the beginning? Um, you know, when, when did you decide to do music? What made you decide to do music? You know, take me back to seven-year-old Farmanapi and saying, you know, all right, I, I want to go and do music. <laughs> well, um, music, I was, um, music was into me because what used to happen is, when the teacher, I thought another guy in the class, his name was Daryl Henry too. And when the, um, when the teachers and them, right, leave the class, right, and they go on to get like things in the office or whatever, we start to beat up the desk and the girls and them will start to dance and them things. So music was always into me. We always used to be making rhythm some way. But I, before music, I, I, I honestly wanted to be a cyclist. I wanted to be a cyclist bad. And then I keep on and I ask my mom, I say, mommy, the bicycle costs $10,000. And she say, you know, I must go straight. We can get to the house with this money. So um, I would like to tell all parents, when your little kids and them ask you to do something and you see that they want to do it, you know, try your best to let them go into it. And I also used to play football in school. 
But then when all good musicians came from the church, I used to be in the church choir, you know what I mean, Better Village, and I always used to be around music. And then I started playing pan in school, and then came, Marshall father came and meet me fighting at the age of seven, and then after coming, they let you just form a band, Panasonic Express, and I became the percussionist in the band, and then I become the singer when Marshall was the keyboardist. You know what I mean? I get all the girls dancing and things, so he started to sing too. So that's how the journey really come from. You know what I mean? Just being the little miserable little nappy around the place. Yeah. <laughs> that's such an incredible story. So, so is the story then that, you know, for, um, I, I, let me backtrack a little bit because, you know, for, for many of us, right, um, for a lot of people I know, a lot of young people who, you know, maybe 15, 16 years old, just kind of getting into soca and stuff like that. They, they know the new, they know new Farmanapi, but I don't think they know a lot of the older Farmanapi. So a lot of people see the day one music video. And um, I always want to ask, so is, is the whole story of how that, that whole scene happened where you guys fighting as kids, is everything like that true? That is the story. That is the whole story with how the Montanos meet me. That is the whole story, meeting me fighting, you know, Marshall, dad come parting us fighting, put me on the truck and I meet Marshall them that day. And from the time I meet Marshall them, I never leave Marshall them from there. So that's the, the day one video is the story of farm and happy meeting the Montanos. That's so incredible to hear. And I just, I love, you know, being able to see all this, this history. And it's, you know, it's not even that it happened so long ago, but it, it all of that stuff, just those meetings and those little stories, I think really help put, soca into perspective and really help give us for people who don't know so much more appreciation um you know for for what you as artists do um i so seven year old farm and happy okay you you realize you have a thing for music you, you meet marshall and and uh ecstatic and everything um did you have any any major major musical inspirations growing up you know was it some of the older calypsonians was it jazz musicians was it was it r&b like what what were some of the what were some of your biggest musical inspirations well, um, I used to be around DJs a long time. Like, like um, I have a friend called Soul. You know, they had a system called SM Music Machine. Then I had DJ Main Master. You know what I mean? And they used to be playing a lot of um, reggae, reggae music. Like, um, I was born to be lonely. You know, real organic back in times reggae music. Way. I think it's... Um, you used to see the album cover with you used to make um Hugh um, what was the producer name Hugh and um and Sly and Robbie and all of them. You know what I mean? So they used to be playing Calypso like Nelson, Lord Nelson, Kitchener, Sparrow and him. But my mentor is Chris Tambu Herbert, who sing No No We Ain't Going Home. I, he he mentored me from at the age of 13 years straight up. David Rudder, you know, Charlie's Roots, you know, they was they mentor Ecstatic, Panasonic Express and Marshall and David Rodan Tam, one the band Charlie's Roots, people like Chandelier, Carl Jacob, you know what I mean? Firefly, these bands long time. I was I always liked bands. Absolutely. So and, and you've been around just that that live that live music, you know, for, yes. for such a long time. And I could definitely see that theme, you know, always coming into a lot of your, your big hits. So um, it's incredible. It, it's incredible to hear the story uh, of how you met Marshall, the story of Ecstatic. And um, you, you guys formed around, I, I guess, like around 1984. And you, you were on uh, one, of the, one of the band members and you did uh, percussion. 
Um, how did you go from percussionist to vocal artist, or were you always doing both? Um, well, you know, from from the starts. I, I always wanted. I, I could play percussion, but I know I could sing, so I wanted to sing. So from you know, I mean, from playing percussion, after they get to realize that yo, you know, he, fam, I could sing or whatever. So they started make me. I used to be singing cover version songs in the band. You know what I mean? And then after the year 1991, when I was getting the opportunity to record my own song, I had to make a decision between the band and my family. You know what I mean? So I stayed out in New York with my daughter, and I left the band for five years. And then when I came back in the band, I think they bring things like music farm and footstep and them stuff. And then so I came back and I started singing. I see. I see. Um, you know, and... and one of the things that Ecstatic is praised for, right, is being one of the, the first bands to kind of give us what we have is this modern kind of soca sound, right? Kind of merging influences of dance hall mm -hmm. with soca. And it's, it's always funny because whenever I watch like a lot of old, you know, Marshall interviews and stuff, they always say, well, you know, the young people them was into dance hall and mm -hmm. soca was kind of for the older crowd. And our goal was to get the young people to jump mm -hmm. up to soca and stuff. Um, how, how was it back then, in, in your perspective, right? Um, uh, the, how did people embrace soca in the 80s and 90s, especially when you all were just getting started in Exotic? Was, was it a challenge? The older, person used to, the older people used to embrace it, like they were the Calypso tents and all them stuff, right? And like Carnival Time, Carnival Time, it had the spirit where everybody sing, play soca, play soca and everybody dance. But after Carnival, it would have been plenty dance, soul and plenty youth, something with this break dancing and hip hop and all them stuff. So we wait at certain time we playing in places and people booing us and singing amazing grace and singing ahead, but we going ahead. And I remember at that time we, we came down in the um, parking lot and Marshall that started to cuss up everybody and say the only person is farmer is the only well my name wasn't farmer at that time. The only person is nappy is the one then on the way everybody shy. Well you have to do it because we used to be scared about it. So but then now, we start to merge it with, they call it Raga Soka. Yeah. You know what I mean? We, yeah, 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 yeah. You're doing dance, all mixed with Soka. And then the youth start to grab it, you know? They start to grab it. The elders and them doing the music, but the elders them listening to it, but the youth them start to grab it more. So that's where the transition came in terms of mixing dance, all and mixing Soka music. And we went to places like Jamaica and work with them. Like Tony, to, um, Tony, Sly and Robbie, um, Brockane, Red Rat, Beanie Man, you know, I mean, we went to Jamaica itself to start things like Big Fat Fish and, and Power Powder Puff and all these things. We went in Jamaica just to get the, the rhythm from Jamaica to, to switch it with Soka. So, you know, what I mean, so we, we try a lot of things where it work. That's amazing. And, and when, you, when you all first started doing this, did, was it something where it was like, boom, this is instant hit that people connect or did it did, was there a little bit of pushback at first and people had to no, warm up connect, to it connect one time when i came back with music fam and we did music fam because music fam is a song we is not one person sing it is the yeah. bass play bass player the guitarist the trumpet player all of us sing this song together so when music fam came in everybody down in a that we have a music and the music now the bouncy kind of bass line and thing it's not a grab the youths and them. We start to grab them in a situation and the youths now, where they realize that, if you understand, a lot of people go in a school passing, they examine stuff, but everybody want to come into entertainment business because entertainment is the thing will have the money in it. 
entertainment and sports. But I feel in the Caribbean, more entertainment than sports. In America, it would be sports. You know what I mean? But entertainment brings a lot of revenue. So the youths and them will come out of school and they have people who have degrees and they're singing. You know what I mean? Because they want this kind of, you know what I mean? So I feel so calm. Is that which way? Everybody accept it. From the child comes straight up, they accept it. Now, it, it, it revolves in a situation where they accept Caribbean people accept their music. Because if you watch it in America, like when you're in America and you see a car driving down the road, you always see like a Caribbean kite, always have like a Trinidad flag yeah. or a Bajan flag, what thing they always represent in the country while they're in America. You wouldn't see it in the Caribbean yet. But in America, they just, they just feel more proud of the country than anything else. So, Die with the um, die with the whole thing, the, the whole, yeah, the whole situation. Die with the whole situation, reaching in a way where they start to accept it now. The youths them start to accept it because it, it, it becomes jiggy. You understand? It becomes acceptable with the youths. But my music is from 20, from, from six months old to 65 and 85 and 90. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Organic. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you said it so well, Farmer. And um, yeah, to, to your point as well, just seeing people here in, in New York, you know, repping the flags, I think that, uh, you know, coming here, it's like, you know, we, we don't get Caribbean culture 24-7 like we do back in the islands, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think Caribbean people here, we're still, we're still working very hard to create spaces for ourselves. Not that we haven't, but we're working very hard to create spaces now, right? So whenever we come back down to the islands, you see Carnival time is like, all right, boom, we're back home, you know, so yeah. able to, to let loose and stuff like that. Um, and you, especially towards the end, you make such a good point where, you know, your music definitely transcends time, transcends generations. Um, for you, you know, you've, you've watched Soka change so much through the years and you've, you've adapted to all those changes, you know, uh, from the days of Music Farm, which I believe was like 97-ish, uh, yeah. to, to Flirt that came out seven years ago, amazing, amazing song, to, to now recent songs, Hook It Me, Bakya Jam. W what has it been like for you in this journey watching Soka change and evolve and also for you evolving and changing with Soka music? Well, um, that's part of the change, you know, Sam, because one of the things too is I used to be singing a lot of fast songs and I get to realize that, that, that the fast songs, they are right. But that is other people's pockets. So I went on the groove and I stick on the groove. Not as saying I wouldn't sing fast songs, but I stick on the groove. And the groove make me travel more. The, the groove make me travel the world. You know what I mean? And, and, and what happened is the music that I'm doing right now, I, 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 I feel like singing Calypso. It's Calypso I singing with groove music, with, you know? So the melodies, I love melodies. I love melodies to bend and things. So I feel. The contribution to it and see where it's evolving and where it's reaching. I think I feel soon we will um, get a category in the Grammy Award and something. I feel soon. Absolutely. No, I, I, I see Soka going in, 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 in a direction where uh, it's definitely growing. We're seeing so much more collaboration. Um, and I think, yeah, we, we have to big up you know, artists like yourself that have helped contribute and lay those, those foundational stones now for a lot of the the newer artists coming into the industry. Uh, for you personally, right, you, you have such a diverse array of music. I, I know you have uh, a very distinct groovy sound, um, 
I know you mentioned, you know, in, in, a, in a past interview, I, um, I think it was the, the Shine Awards or something where, you, you know, you said you really love Bajan music, right? You really love, um, especially the sound of the Red Boys, right? And groovy Bajan music has a very distinct sound as well. Um, are there any elements of, of Bajan music that you, you try to infuse into your own production and when you lead lines, the lead lines, the lead lines, the lead lines, the lead lines. Mm-hmm. You always have a keyboard lead lines. I, I always ask. I, I, I respect Edwin A. Wood. You know what I mean? Yes. I, keep I say Edwin write my song, but he, he never write my one. So I'll dare tell him, I say, I will scrape off for you. I say, every time I finish with you, you'll become a skeleton. Because I love Edwin. You know what I mean? Love his music. Sack pass, they love pump me up and then all that ring, 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 the guitar. It always have a, when Bajan music come on, groovy Bajan. Sometimes you ever hear, like when you hear a reggae song come on, you hear the crowd bold because they hear specific, right? No, 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 no. They say, oh, that is um, righteous, righteous thing by Spirit Richie Spice. They hear lead lines. Does give a, 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 a crowd bold and when they hear the song start. So I always put red boys, give them a lead lines. Always give them a lead lines. I want my lead lines. Ah, that's, that's really, really interesting. Yeah, and it, it's... That's, that's amazing to see that, that you're able to isolate such a specific element and, and boom, mm-hmm. put it into your music, run with it, and create your own, your own uh, signature style. Um, I, again, so many diverse songs. Is there any specific song in your perspective that you would say, you know, you, you released it and that was your, your big break song as Farmer Nappy where people knew, like, yes, like this, that, that is Farmer right there? Well... Before Farmer Nappy, that song like music, Farmer, that songs like Last Singer, that was Nappy. But when Nappy came, the real Nappy is, is chipping down the roof. My woman, that gave me the signature to show that, hey, this is Farmer Nappy, you know. Absolutely, no. And, and that is, I would say, <laughs> one of the most flagship songs. That, that is a classic, you know, yeah. e- everywhere I go. Everybody, everybody, everybody still blast that song um and you know like even looking at um how you do all all these different songs right with all the groovy songs and everything like that um you keep a unique style throughout is is this like a a conscious thing you do um or is it something where it's like it just comes naturally you 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 don't even you don't even have to try or is it something where during your creative process you need to sit down and think well boy how am i gonna do this one you know no, I, I, any song you send me, it must always be respectable to women. You can't send me no song that disrespect a woman. No, no, no song. And why does always I does always listen to your lyrics? Because your lyrics is very important because for your children, kids. Right? The kids is very important to me. So my lyrics is very important. And um, so long as you're big enough woman, I sing in this song. Right? You could diss men and you could put me in it because remember, I'm not playing no shy boy and thing, right? But you could put me in it. But so long as you're respecting women and the lyrics, my song, so long as the priest, if the priest could say, well, look okay, at this lyrics, good. Because when you're singing this song, before I sing it, I will read out the lyrics. Read it to see if it's making sense. You know what I mean? And Nadia Bats is the person I've been giving me all them sweet songs. You know what I mean? So thanks to Nadia. Nadia's Big up to Nadia. Yeah. That's incredible, Farmer. And I, I could definitely see that. You know, I mean, one, one of my favorite songs from you, uh, Wifey. Um, I, I think around that same time was, was around the same time I met, I met uh, Vintra when he came to New York. And uh, mm-hmm. I, I always love watching all the Wifey tour videos, you know, and, and seeing the reception of it and, and just the theme of it. 
um, how, did, how did Wifey come about? And, and um, what is it specifically about uh, you and your artistry that makes you want to take that, that extra mile to say, you know what? I am going to make music to big up the woman. Was there, is it like a, a female figure in your life or their life experiences that made you say, you well, know what? I have a lot of female figures in my life and I have a lot of female figures, many of them. You know what I mean? Um, what happened is um, when Nadia sang this, sang this song for me, um, I honestly, I, I love this song because it's big enough wife. She's big enough your wife. You know what I mean? What happened is my, my, my son, mother in Barbados, she kind of personal, personalized the video. To make it look like it was she song, but it wasn't she song, it was for the old ladies in the world. You know what I mean? But she just do it like, you know, put my son in the video to make it look like I sing this song to her. You know what I mean? She is one of the women them I sing this song to, but his wife is for all over the world. You understand? So I sing it with pride and dignity to say, because like the second was no girl can make you shame. I know that for sure. Put some respect in your name, they can't come by you though. Cause you were there when I reached right down to my last. You used to tell me that this will pass. So that's why I can't disrespect you at all. They don't make them like you again. Through the years, you remain the same. So is you are clean because you are the wife. That is one of the sweetest songs. Yeah. Thank you very much. Look, my sister, look. My sister, look. Energy drink to drink and all them kind of things. Thank you very much, Joe. So, wife is a. <laughs> Is a song to me, we. Wife is so special to me that right now I get a lot of weddings and wifey and, 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 and chipping down the road with my own woman is songs that I just sing with pride and dignity. Because the other day I had, I had a wedding, you know, my little cousin Lisa. And when I came to the wedding, they said they do a wifey. I said, download it now, all these crazy people. You understand? So, that will really go down with me. I never enjoy Absolutely. No, that's, that's incredible, Farmer. And um, I, I, <laughs> this, this is going to be kind of a, a funny, light-hearted question. I remember watching an Instagram Live one time, and, I, and I, uh, I don't remember who it was. It might have been Vibes with Voice. I can't remember now, but I, I heard, I heard Farmer say, well, you know, Farmer's a first-class lover now. And I had, I had some girls telling me I need some help with that, Farmer. So you have, you have to tell me, what, what, is, what, what, what does it mean to be a, a first-class lover for the wifeies? <laughs> You have to know how to, um, you have to kiss them by their hand. You have to kiss them with their hand. This was, it was Nadia. It was Nadia. It was Nadia. It was Nadia. You have to, um, you have to kiss them by their hand. I, I the best. I the best. I can make love to uh, You know what I mean? It's not no bossy thing. You know what I mean? And you have to make them smile. You understand? Because a lot of women in this world, you know, have a lot of rich women, very lonely. Yeah, Absolutely. A lot of rich women very lonely because what is happening, right? Is because their husband. I see that a lot of things when I perform in, in in these kind of parties where the husband does always line, the men does line by themselves, right? And they does always be drinking and talking about how much billions of dollars they're gonna make in the next month or whatever. And their wife and they just with each other and they and they're lonely because they study money and they don't study family. So, you know what I mean? Um, you have to love your woman and you have to, you have to, well, I learned it the hard way. You, you, you have to balance off things. You have to know, okay, when work is work, when relationship, relationship. The only problem with me is my work is all the time. 
I don't make joke with my job. This is what minds me. So my work comes first before everything. So anybody who loving me have to understand. You have to love that first before you love me. You have to love this stage and love my music before you love me because nobody can come between me and my music. My music, right, is God. You understand? So music is, when it hits you, you feel no pain. A woman could hurt you, a man could hurt you. But music don't hurt you. Music does make you mellow and, make, and, 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 and uplift you. So my music is the most important thing to me. Absolutely. Well said, Farmer. Yes, and I, I big up to everybody in the chat as well. I, I see everybody saying yes, period, agreed, 100%. So yes, big up to everybody as well. And yeah, no, Farmer, that's, that's incredibly, incredibly well said. And um, I, you are someone, right, every time I see you perform, you, you always give a little social critique, right? One of my favorite ones is uh, um, a child who's given no responsibilities grows up to be selfish. And, you know, it, it's kind of funny because uh, raising my nephew and stuff now, you know, I always think about that. I'm like, you know what? Let, let me give him some responsibilities. I, I learned that from a farmer tune. I learned that from a farmer performance. <laughs> um, but you're someone who always has social critiques in, in your music, in your performances. And you're someone who's always been... Um, very, very vocal about your struggles. Um, I, I know, you know, for example, again, watching uh, your video from the Sunshine Awards in 2019, um, you know, you, early back in your career, you, you were having struggles as well. Um, I know you, you touched a bit on, on speaking about alcoholism. Um, what was that journey like? And how, what advice would you give to those? Because we know that this is a very prominent thing in the Caribbean community across both, both in the islands and in the diaspora. Uh, to people who are going through, you know, these kind of issues? Well, the first thing I have to do, right, is, is, is going through these issues, right? If, if the first thing you have to understand is your peer groups, who are, who are you aligning with? Make up your mind to say, well, okay, if, like, like my friend Harold, my big brother, you know, he's our big brother, like when I used to drink something, he used to come on and he used to say, farmer, why are you drinking? Let me make a jug of juice. You understand? Let me drink a jug of juice because he lost one of his brothers from alcohol. You know what I mean? And um, the people behind you have to be very strong. It have people who will influence you. But let me drink about them, right? And tell the people them who will help you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. the people behind you is the most important thing. Then the next thing too is your mind. Right? Because I don't drink alcohol, but when I come in duty free, I just buy alcohol and have it home. And I just watch the alcohol in the corner, and I just watch my whole property, and I just say, which one bigger? You know what I mean? So it's your mind, and then somebody could come home by me, and I could still socialize, and say, you want something to drink? I can mix a drink for you. But I know what alcohol do for me, and what alcohol never do for me. So what it, what it, what it never do for me is better than what it do for me. You know what I mean? So everybody had the challenges, and, and one of the things too is pick up your Bible and pray. The Bible is the most strong thing. Your Bible could... Nobody can defeat you reading a Bible, you and God. And I see it. And I see it and I face it because it's not only alcohol alone I have challenges with. You know what I mean? But at times where I don't and out. I used to have the Bible home by me. We know everybody had the Bible in your house. I believe in God, but I never used to read it. And about a year and a half to two years now I read in my Bible every day. If I miss one day, every day. I might miss one day because I might be somewhere else, you understand? But every time I come home, bam, you read your Bible. You know, get, get closer to God, get to know your father because he's a jealous person and he does give you. And when you see you're not accepting it, he does take it back. 
And according Absolutely. to how you behave, according to how you behave, you might come back and get it, or you might not get none, or you might get a bonus with it. You understand? I see it already. Absolutely. Now, and th thanks for sharing that journey, Farmer. That is, uh, that's some very, very amazing, amazing advice and some very, very deep stuff. So to everybody in the chat right now, yes. Um, you're and what I want to say, Farmer. what I want to say to yeah. you, to you, and I want everybody in the chat to know this. I want to tell you. Thank you very, very much for being part of Backyard Video. Because when you're, when you're, yeah, when you're watching back and when you're watching back and you see New York City and you see Jersey, somewhere in New York City or wherever, and you see how you film it and them kind of thing, you know what I mean? And one of the things I want to thank you for, because up to today, you never even sent a bill to say this course and me this or this course and me this. You know what I mean? I really appreciate it, man, and thanks very much on behalf oh, of and my entire crew. Thank you so much. No, I appreciate that, Farmer. And um, and and yeah, working working with um, you know, Navindra has has been amazing in that. You know, he, well, this he's year, this so year much. too, this year, this year too, <laughs> this year too. Remember now, when Navindra cannot go places with me, he yeah, sends yeah. you right. So yeah, we just yeah, let yeah, you yeah. know, as I reach in May, here what we going and do? We going and make a movie with Farm and Happy from May to September. All right, all right. Yeah. So we inside. Inside, inside. <laughs> That sounds good. I, I on board with that. But yeah. no, Farmer, of course, I mean, um, you know, seeing, and, and again, you know, seeing, uh, seeing you and your artistry and what you've contributed, I have tremendous respect for Nappy, for Farmer Nappy, for, for everything that you do. For Navindra, again, is like a, a mentor, a big brother, everything. So whatever I, I do, you know, I do because I respect you guys to the yeah, absolute man. fullest. I'm gonna, and it's, it, it's, it's, it's always fun, you know, and, and even during the Backyard Job music video, you know, it has its perks, you know, after the filming, I took a little wine, I had a little drink, something, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, it's all good. I had a little wine up on the fence, something, and I say, Gil, <laughs> one thing you know from this music video, you have a dang sturdy fence. <laughs> it, can, mm -hmm. it can handle breeze. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it was it's always good vibes. Now, um, speaking speaking of of the music videos and the visuals, you know, you are uh, an artist, and one and one thing I really respect as well that you have been keeping your visuals on on points, not not just recently, but from even '97. You know, even looking back at the Music Farm music video, which to me is still one of my favorites because you just you don't you don't see music videos of of of, of music back then. Um, so for you as an artist, what, what is the importance of, of having visuals, um, you know, for, for your artistry? You want to, I want to make up Patrice Roberts because she in front of everybody with videos. <laughs> if it's not Patrice, whistle. She put it on a video. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. videos right yeah. now, you can't just release songs just so. It's have a lot of people here in these songs, right? And they don't know who sing this song. Right, I want to tell certain artists who now come with songs and went like, ding dong. I said, dong, you have to start to do videos so the people them to see who singing the songs. Because right now, the backyard video have a million point eight views, right? So a million point eight people see me, right? And what happened is in this pandemic, you will release a song, yes, it will play, you know, fam and happy songs will play, right? But like in St. Lucia or something, somebody might say, yo, yeah, they might not even see into the carnival. But they go on, excuse me, they go on and they see on YouTube, Backyard Jam, they are new song with Farmer. The men them on the radio going the next day and pull up the song. 
because the vision is more important right now than radio station. Radio station right now is like second to TV station. Visible radio station, I call it. <laughs> Social media is it what happening here right now? You understand? People yes. with TikTok, it are people doing TikTok and bus and, and busing international right now with TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. No, that's and it's so true for I me. Mean, I'm 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 really happy that, that you see the value um in doing visuals and I, I, I think you know and again like as, no, nobody would have known something like this would have happened, right? So, and, you know, one of my favorite things is being able to go back, watch things like the Hooked on Soka tour, watch mm -hmm. things like the Wifey tour, watch the whole experience of you touching down from the airports, coming in, you know, seeing you even your college doing the performances and stuff mm -hmm. and looking back on those memories and being like, like wow, that this was truly a, a journey. Um, mm -hmm. For you, how, how has it been, right? Let, let's take the, the Hooked on Soka tour. Um, you know, being one of your biggest tours. Uh, what, what was it like just going around and, and, and traveling and performing? Um, is, it, uh, is, is it something that is everything you wanted and more? Does it also get exhausting at times? Um, are there times where you just want to be an introvert and you, you don't want to be around people? Or is it, it just, a, yes, uh, I The Hilton Sukato was, it was nice, but it was very hectic. You know what I mean? It, yeah. it was tired and you know, sometimes we like, for the whole week, two weeks straight, like you're on plane, you're on flights, you know, you're going here, you're coming here. It was really active. It, 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 it got toll on me way. Tears came out my eye Christmas Eve. I on a plane coming home. You know what I mean? And what happened is I went on tour. And one of the things that I'm not going to do now is just go on tour. And I didn't prepare myself for the carnival. When I come back, I had to scrape up things to sit against songs or whatever. So sometimes you go on tour and you put money in front. You know what I mean? And you put things for the next year. So this year it cannot be like that. So before I come out in May, I put things in place, starting to record one time. Because I have other songs too, but you know, it's very important for you have to do these things. So yeah. that hooked on Soka Talk, it, 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 it was financially good, but it was draining. But you can't fly in God's face. I appreciate everything. And it was nice. So we're looking for the backyard jam tour now. Absolutely. <laughs> we go from backyard to backyard. <laughs> um, how, what, what are some of the ways that you try to maintain, I guess, like a, a healthy work-life balance? Because I know, you know, for many, many artists and, and even for, um, you know, people who are involved in entertainment who are traveling, it's, it's very difficult, right, to, to be able to find that balance between, you know, your, your, your own personal time, your time for the fans, your mm -hmm. time to perform, and your, times, your time for your loved ones. Um, mm -hmm. You know, being, being an artist for so many years, um, were, are there any specific things that have helped you kind of maintain a, a healthy balance? Well, I lost a lot of relationship in my past because I does not put women in front of music. That is one thing, right? And I as a person that's eating the night, I eat anytime I feel hungry. If I don't feel hungry tonight, I'm not going to eat. If I feel hungry, six o'clock in the morning. I will eat, and I feel to eat rice six o'clock in the morning. I eat rice. I doesn't. I I I I I have to protect my body more. Thank you for telling me this. I drink these things, energy drink, which is not good. You know what I mean? I'm a herbalist anyway, right? I don't drink alcohol. You know what I mean? I I'm a herbalist, and that is it with me. My me. When I reach on stage, I that I see food. I see energy drink. I see everything when I reach on stage. I just love stage, but I just do. 
I not no health person we conscious on health and them kind of thing, which is wrong. You know what I mean? But I live, God does have me living right now. That's how that's going with me. I'm not going and do this kind of weight loss thing and this vitamin, this thing, this and that. You know what I mean? I drink a lot of water, right? And um, something like when I go to perform, when my brethren and them see me drinking too much energy drink, especially when I up and I say, Farmer, look at some coconut water. They bring, bring, bring coconut water. But when I finish performing, I come home, I eat a very big meal, no matter what time in the night. Absolutely, no. And uh, yeah, I, I think that's such an important thing, right? Is, is self-care when you're traveling. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to do. You're, you're always on the go, you know, especially yeah. for something like Hooked on Sokoto. You're, I, I remember also speaking to Navindra as well, and he was just always telling me, Rich, the only time I, I, I does only sleep is, is on planes. And I know he could get vexed to me, right? Because every time I talk about him, he just say, hey, Rich, I tell you not to talk about me. But <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get no, to no, hear Ben John, no, Ben John, no, is the man behind the work. Sometimes when I sleep and he working, you know what I mean? And, and, and it's a good chemistry, you know, enough respect to my machine man from Toronto, Toronto. You know, the team, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. be moving. The team, the team very nice and the nice thing on our riders is we they don't have no alcohol on our riders. You understand? Yeah. Juice. You know what I mean? We, it's a family we move with. And I'm yes. so I feel comfortable with them. For for some of the the younger artists, right? Um, can you give them to, or tell them the importance and, and maybe what they should look for when they're trying to form a team and what's the importance of having a team to really really help them out? Well, right now, sometimes people just have team and they just have people have an H at the side and they just chuck off the A and put the E with the A's and put H in on it's them and you understand? Your team is your own team because sometimes a team, right, does become, it are no eye in a team. You know what I mean? But um, for the younger artists, what you need to do is learn the business. A lot of young artists and a lot of artists right now like to go and jump on rhythms. And they don't own the rhythms, own your master. Your master is the deed of your house. You know what I mean? So a lot of, you know what I mean? A lot of entertainers just sing and when, when, when they finish, they, um, somebody has owned the catalog. No. Learn the business. And stop, stop trying to be cheap in yourself and trying to go and sing on rhythm and not paying for tracks and you know what I mean? Don't do this. Mind your business before your business and mind you. Well said, Farmer. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I hear from a lot of um, veteran artists and established artists like yourselves that always say, you know, a team can really either make you or break you. So uh, it's, it's good to know, um, you know, this is what people should be looking for in a team and how they should conduct themselves with their team and everything like that. Um, given your status uh, as a veteran artist, right, and, you know, you seeing Soka change and evolve, um, what are some of the, the ways that you think Soka can kind of grow more? Because I know that we, we've reached a lot of milestones in Soka, right? But there's still a lot of there's still a ways for Soka to go, especially when it comes to streaming. Um, you know, being being ranked as as its own genre on iTunes and all these platforms. Um, what, in your perspective, right? Given you know from from when you started to now, what are some ways that you think Soka can kind of grow and improve in its own way? In order for Soka to grow and improve, we have to start to buy our songs instead of downloading it for free. And by buying it now, we will get a um, we will be able to get a category a category out there to say that okay a genre as my, uh, this set up this music because it have reggae, 
hip hop dance soul, right? Afro beat or whatever. We need to start to purchase our song and stop downloading for free. Start to purchase it. To, you understand? To let us know that, okay, and purchase it, we will create a barcode. So we will be able to, you understand? We'll be able to, 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 to have our music on the market then because we just, everything for the Caribbean people and everything for Suka music is free. Free download, free download. We have to stop doing this free thing. Start to buy things. A man will say, yo, fam, I'm passing on a CD. Anytime you see it, tell me to put my song on a CD for you. It's like you're raping me. It's like you're taking food from a children's mouth. Why don't you buy it? You know what I mean? So that way we need to buy music. And the artists and all the entertainers and them in order for us to go there, we have to go as one. We are too selfish. You understand? We for ourselves, including me. You know what I mean? It's all about us. And not we. You know what I mean? So we need to come together. And support if somebody go before us, support that person. And that person who we support, they're supposed to pull we when you go. You know what I mean? It's support and, 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 and honesty and, 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 and love. You know, we, need to, we need to go as, as a family then, instead of as an individual. We separate ourselves too much. No, absolutely. Well said, Farman. Um, I've, I've heard that, you know, from, from a few other uh, artists as well, um, that, yeah, that, that purchasing music, right, even if it comes to Spotify and just leaving your phone to repeat music all night, you know, all these things in the, in the long run will really, really help Soka get its own place its own, and its rank on the global, mm -hmm. global scale. And I, and I understand, right, because... I think it's easy for some artists to say, well, you know what, boy, let me, let me put the thing up on YouTube and then hope it becomes a hit and then, you know, we, let, let me just get the bookings to perform for Carnival Time. That's what, that what we like. We like the bookings and we like the manual, but we have to start to deal with therapy, um, um, theory now. We like practical. We have to start to deal with theory now. Let us bring in the paperwork in terms of buying the songs and, and logging us. You know, we need a barcode. There's a barcode we're looking for. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and I, I think that um, we have to start thinking about it more long term, right? Not not just seasonal, 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 um, year by year. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think that that's one of the things with Soka, right? Is and it's always the carnival, but now we don't have one, so we needed well, we need those, those it foundations. It have a carnival, but it have a carnival where it is. People don't know because fam and I appeared about 38 shows for carnival. <laughs> Eight virtual and the rest is illegal. You understand? And it was nice. You understand? Because it, private, they call it private zest. <laughs> private zest. <laughs> no, that's, that's incredible, man. I mean, I, I don't really know how um, how things have been in Trinidad and in the islands and just in general, right? But I mean, I, I know here in New York, you know, like Brooklyn, they've been having their underground stuff as well. But um, we, it's different in that we, we're, we're, not, we're not able to interact with, with all of you. We're not able to, to see, you know, and interact with Farmer Nappy or some of the other artists in Trinidad and stuff like that. So it's a little bit different. But again, I, I, think, I think you guys have held down the virtual stuff very, very well, you know, Thank to the you. absolute best of your ability. No, respect um, the second star. Second star yes. man we have to give the fullest respect to. He opened the gate for us in this, in this 
having a little bit of crowd somewhere, wherever, you know what I mean? So, second star, I give him full respect. When it when it comes to music, especially, I know I know we touched on a little bit about the importance of purchasing music. Um, for for you as artists, what's the importance I would say of owning? What what kind of things should artists do, especially young artists, when it comes to having a good I, working relationship with their producers? Purchase your song, pay to produce your song, own your masters, right? Own your stuff. That is yours. Don't let somebody else own it because then when it busts international, if when, I say when because it will, because sometimes somebody, right? Because if you watch Turn Me On, when Turn Me On come out the first time Kevin did, and I took it to the bar and I saw they hear the song. Four years after it came and it busts international. So music is never too old to bust. You could have a song and you could say, well, this song never going away this year, but you only master next 10 years. Somebody say, yo, we want to use this in a movie. You become a millionaire. Next 10 years, own your master. Absolutely. No, well said. Well said. Um, what are some of the things you would like to see in younger artists carrying Soka forward? What, what are some of the milestone, milestones that you would like stop to see trying some to young put, artists achieve? Stop, stop trying to put hip-hop and dance on and thing in your music or whatever this and that. Keep it normal, original. Take your thing original, let them accept it how you are because we like to come and add in um, this fusion music, this kind of thing. They like to add in things and we stuff. Take it raw. We like the conga, we like the iron, right? We like the bass drum, we have the tassa, we have the timbales, you understand? Take it raw. So let them accept our. Let, okay, if in Trinidad, right? You could never go nowhere into the wood and find the rum called Babash than Trinidad, right? So let them accept our barbers just as everything. Don't put nothing in it to add no favor to it. Take your music just as it is. Take it dry just so. Let them enjoy our callaloo. Don't add no sugar in our callaloo ketchup. <laughs> no ketchup in the callaloo. All, all you heard it from Farmer. <laughs> um, and, and you know, Farmer, um, one, one of the things that I always talk about when it comes to you, and I, I think, I don't really think I could think of another artist like you in this aspect that managed to accomplish this. Um, your newest music always, always, always still has a hint, and if, if not even a hint, then at least a foundation of traditional soca sounds. Yeah. Your music specifically is the only kind of music I've seen where I could play this music and it could be a tune that you just released last week. Yeah. And my grandmother, my mother, myself and my nieces and nephews that's four different generations yeah. can can all get onto this you know sometimes yeah. if i play a new soca mm -hmm. my older family will be like oh well, this is new thing i don't like that and if i play the old stuff then the young people will be like oh this is too slow mm -hmm. but i find that your sound your music manages to get everybody from all the different generations together is this something that you consciously try to do or it's is this just a, a form of napper gift it's no chemical in my music it's organic we do use no chemical in it it's organic <laughs> they call my music organic you understand we don't use no fertilizers and them kind of stuff in it it's like i love my congas i love my iron give me my shaker yeah give me my raw things give me things that people just put on outside I try to use the new thing, the new technology. I don't want this new technology. Give me my organic instruments. Because if you listen to Bob Marley right now, you hear, you're, after you hear, you're hearing the, 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 the cowbell in it because it, it mixed proper. 
right? And I want to say, like, okay, sometimes when you say that you could play back old music, and the people and them will love it, right? I show half of them old music is Bajan slow groove. You understand? Because Bajan, the big Barbados have a kind of situation to with the 16 year old and the 13 year old reading music. It have a lot of artists right now and producers saying they're producing, they're producing on a laptop. They're mixing on a laptop and mastering on a laptop. And when they're taking your focus, they're taking focus with your hand, dog in the back, making noise. I mean, no, 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 no. Do it the right way, or else don't do it. Absolutely, well said, Farmer. Yeah, and um, no, it, it's it. That's that's like I said, Farmer. That's one of that's one of my favorite things about your music. I just I just always tell Navindra about that. I just always say, Yo, Farmer is the only artist I know where everybody could get on. And I, I'll, I'll tell you a funny story. You know, I think it was I think it was twenty, either I think it was twenty nineteen, either twenty yeah twenty nineteen. I went to an event you were performing at in Brooklyn. Navindra had forgotten one of his drone batteries, and I went mm -hmm. to go bring it to him now. And I must have been probably the youngest person in that fet. Uh, mm -hmm. It might have been Brunch on the Greens. I, I can't remember now. But mm -hmm. I remember they, they were playing um, just the instrumental for Kitchener, and I started singing it. Mm -hmm. And they had a, a, group, a group of some aunties and uncles, and they stopped, and they turned, they looked at me like this, and they said, you know this music? I said, yeah, of course, you know. Yeah. And then when I see when I see you performing, you just do your signature dance like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I started doing the same thing. I was yeah, doing the yeah. same thing, and people people <laughs> watching me watching you. <laughs> yeah, man. And I said, you know, and, and and that event was one of for me one of my most special events because I don't usually get to go to a lot of events where I get to connect with um, a lot of Caribbean people and you know who are a little bit older than myself, you know, and mm -hmm. be able to really experience those kind of vibes. So. I just want to say, yeah, thank you, Farmer, for, for being able to create music like this. Um, we were all able to, to really, really, really bring people together of all the different age groups now. Because that, that's a very special gift. Yeah, man, respect. Um, before, before we close up on stuff, Farmer, um, where do you think soca music will go um, in your perspective in another couple years? Um, or where would you kind of like to see it go? We need, a, we need a, as I say, we need a barcode. We're looking for this barcode. We're looking for an identity, a soca music, to say that this is a genre of music. That is my main thing. I want soca music to be in the Grammy. You understand? I need to see that. And, you know, I mean, I feel, I feel we're very close to it, but we cannot be close to it unless we go as one. We need to unite and stop this fighting among each other. Who better than who? You know what I mean? Because this one saying they're better than this one. And when you watch it, somebody better than both of them. You know what I mean? So stop trying to, who is the big man of the business? Who is the big woman of the business? You understand? Because here we're going on between me and you. Right? As red boys and them that say, right? The great ones die already. Peter, Tosh, and Bob. You understand? So stop trying to say who is the big man and the big woman of the business. Because when you try to be the big man of the business, and the big woman of the business, that are the rookies will pass you. Concentrate on trying to, you know, help each other and let us go as one. Stop the selfishness. Absolutely. Well said, Farmer. Um, I, and I, I think, yes, <laughs> that, that is the way that Soka has to go. We have to come together as one, especially if this pandemic has taught us anything. Is that we as Caribbean people are so much stronger when, when we all come together and support each other, you know? And it's been amazing, especially here in New York, seeing Caribbean 
people organize things like the food pantries and, and the support groups and everything to really try to uplift our people. When you really put aside your selfishness and your ego, you can accomplish amazing things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Farmer, I want to say thank you so, 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 so much for this time, um, for being a leader in, in the soca industry, for all your contributions. Um, before we close off and everything, tell us um, where can we find you at? Uh, Farmanapi Instagram, Farmanapi um, Facebook. Um, you can call management at 1868 or 1868-3330003. You can find Farmanapi on all these platforms, management, everything. And, and just look out for me in Brooklyn. Look, look out for me from May to the end of September in every backyard in America. And if they see the yes, police, man. give them something to eat. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 and I want to big up my, my, my main driver and my next right hand, Subi and the whole entire family, the whole crew. You know what I mean? That is my, my family. You know what I mean? Big up to everybody who was part of Backyard Jam video. Big up. I want to big up. Enough respect to the critics and all the negative people who come around Backyard Jam and try to make it negative. I just want you all the negative came into a positive. And congratulations. You all negative people. You all are a winner too. <laughs> Absolutely, Farmer. Thank you again so, so much. Now. Um, I appreciate it. And I can't wait to see a touchdown in me. We're going to be jamming in all the New York City backyards. I can tell you that. <laughs> yes, respect. Thank you very much, my boy. You're welcome. All right, farmer. Take care. Stay safe. Bye. Blessings. Yeah, you too. All right, to everybody in the Live Love Soca room, in the chats, Jell, Bashni, everybody here right now, Edwin Yearwood, enough respect. Thank you all so much. That was Let's Talk Soca with Farmer Nappy. As always, thank you to the Live Love Soca crew. And big up to DJ Loverboy for always providing the studio on the ones and twos with the music. Uh, We appreciate you guys tuning in every week. All right, so stay up to date on the Instagram. Be sure to watch the full episode of this on thesocaanalyst.com where it will be posted up as a podcast sometime very soon. All right, big up and bless everyone. Stay safe. Go straight